0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: This is the Grit and Barrett podcast. A podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears Everyone and welcome to Game Over. That's right, it's the last time, hurrah! Last time around the track, last time around, last call for alcohol and popcorn for everyone here on Game Over. I know we've only done about six or seven of these as we've gone through, but you know, the Bears went late, hard time getting interviews, and well, I've been on vacation the past couple of weeks as well. I didn't think I'd get this team in, but i'm sure glad that that i did and the way we end game over is of course with the winner we end with the stanley cup champions and this team was founded all the way back way back in the year of our lord of um uh checks notes here checks notes talk amongst yourselves talk amongst yourselves I can do this seat of your pants broadcasting at its finest they were founded in the year of our Lord of 2017 they have such names in their rafters as uh Vegas fans and nobody yet oh and of course Vegas strong as always they of course are this year's Stanley Stanley Cup champions and joining me and they are podcasters for your vegas golden knights the newbies to the hockey podcast network the vegas fever podcast representing your stanley cup champions in the vegas golden knights joining me is jason upset podcast jason brother welcome aboard and congratulations
0: hey richard thank you so much for having us uh it's uh that that was an introduction uh very well-deserved for the Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup champs. Happy to be here with you, and uh, can't wait to talk about the team a little bit, what we're expecting, and what what had happened, so appreciate it. Thank you for having us.
1: Oh, you're, you are more than welcome. I'm just glad I was able to get a, a Golden Knights uh, podcast on here to actually do this. So um, I will start you off with every question I've asked every team that's been on so far. Yours is a little different considering you guys actually won it all. So I will ask you this question, but in a different, different way. What (laughs) happened? How did you guys get to the mountaintop? How did this happen?
0: Um, two words, Bruce Cassidy, very simple. Um, the golden Knights were essentially with a piece or two different, the same team the previous year, um, We all know um, Pete DeBoer was let go. Obviously, in comes Bruce Cassidy. And what Bruce Cassidy was different at than Pete DeBoer and and even Gerard Gallant was the adjustments that Bruce Cassidy would make um, in various series, in various times in the series, uh, on the power play, shuffling the lineup, not shuffling the lineup for most of it, and pushing every right button. So I have to say that the reason um that all this is possible is of course the players, a number of them. I mean, you look at Aiden Hill just coming in uh after what happened to Laurent Brassois, and you look at look at look at look Jonathan Marshall and, and Mark Stone and Jack Eichel for a period of time and and, and Chandler Stevenson and On so on and so forth, there was always someone who was just the catalyst in each game and each series for the reason why the Golden Knights were able to continue their climb. But short answer after a long answer is uh, Bruce Cassidy.
1: It was a bit of an interesting choice to bring in Bruce Cassidy, um, especially after year one Peter DeBoer, as friend of the podcast, another YouTuber said, you don't win cups with Peter DeBoer because of his stubbornness. And that was shown in Dallas as a man who just refused to change And Vegas, took full advantage, full advantage uh, of that. So Bruce Cassidy definitely brought the experience in because it's not like he wasn't successful in Boston. He was, he brought that pedigree and really helped tie the team together. Would that be correct? Absolutely. Bruce Cassidy is the only coach
0: in NHL history to be fired. Um, after winning 50 or more games, he's the only coach. I might have to rephrase that. He's the only coach to win back to back 50 games or more uh, with a team, two different teams. So he's the only coach to do it with two different teams. Uh, so what essentially what I'm saying is that w- when you have a coach that wins 50 or more games, you don't fire him. And that's what Boston did. Boston decided that they needed a new voice in the room. They, they, were one of the best teams in the East. Uh, They didn't perform well in the playoffs, but that really didn't do them very much good this year because that was just exactly what happened again, uh, except worse winning the president's trophy and then bowing out in the first round after being up three games to one. So guys like Bruce Cassidy don't come along very well. And he was unemployed for eight days. Uh, And the reason for that is because even the golden Knights could not mess this up. Uh, if it wasn't uh, going to be uh, anybody else, it was it was definitely Bruce Cassidy that was going to be the man.
1: Agreed. And it just really felt like the the team came together as somebody who saw this team all the way back in last November. um, The the one question I kept telling my wife and I asked this the first half of the season was what what is the Vegas Golden Knights? Like, what is their game? Are they uh beat-you-up-and-slow-you-down type of team? Are they a fast-type team? And I really think, and it showed in the playoffs a lot more, was that they were very opportunistic. They feasted off of other teams' mistakes and turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas and Florida, I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like a team that was really opportun- opportunistic.
0: Uh, Florida, by Game 5, didn't have anybody left uh, no. to defend the Golden Knights. No. And they were, riding, they were riding a wave – uh for the entire playoff um for the, the entire duration of the playoffs they're riding a wave that looked like they were a team of destiny uh in terms of the Panthers and then once um you know Kachuk got hurt um a couple of their other guys got hurt and this got hurt Exactly. Uh, Gutis took a Barbashev hit and he didn't and he wasn't feeling very well after Mm-mm. that. And he, no. it it was pretty much once they lost a guy or two, they just kind of kept falling and they couldn't compete. Dallas is like, to your point, um, Pete DeBoer does not like to make adjustments. Pete DeBoer eats the same breakfast, the same lunch and the same dinner every day. <laughs> On every team he's ever been, and it works for Pete DeBoer because he keeps getting jobs. But yeah. the man will not win a Stanley Cup this way. So, and that's something I think everybody in in you know hockey people know, uh, l- little guys like me know, uh, and and other podcasters know this as well. Um, it was just the Golden Knights beat people down uh where they needed to they were fast when they needed to when they needed to be they were they were they were slow when they when they needed to be they had great goaltending when they needed it it just all came together so perfectly for them at the perfect time
1: agreed i bet peter DeBoer is the guy who goes to the restaurant just looks at a menu and says bacon cheeseburger that's it don't you want to see the rest of the menu sir nope bacon cheeseburger i know exactly what i want don't even (laughs) hand
0: me the menu no Uh, i already know what i want
1: (laughs) <laughs> well, that's where he's excellent at. stuff excellent so you know we're a little bit um late into the off season. okay a lot yeah. so i can't really go over draft coverage with you which we're not going to when you're the stanley cup champions the draft is almost secondary so we'll just we'll just push that off to the side but i appreciate we, i appreciate we don't, that very much. We don't need that <laughs> because um I, i'll even admit for somebody who covers the minor league as i do check out the grits and barrett podcast ding 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 um, I don't follow the draft or college yeah. as much no, as you. I yeah. should. Yeah. So let's let's talk about this this off season. Right. Um, no surprise again to quote a friend of the podcast, your urinating tree, the Vegas Golden Knights have paid what he calls the cup tax, hmm. that you win a Stanley Cup. Teams are going to either pay you or you're going to pay them because of the performances that that you had. It's not surprising Vegas had a few guys leave, but right. they made sure to tie up some loose end as well, i.e., paying Aiden Aiden Hill, mm-hmm. Bronsois left to go back to Winnipeg, and Jonathan Quick went to New York for reasons that escape me. Yeah. But but um, you know, talk to me about your opinion on some of the uh, off season moves of the defending chance. Well,
0: Jonathan Quick went to New York because he wasn't going to be a Golden Knight any longer. Um they had choices. Um in my mind Logan Thompson staying was always going to happen. Mm-hmm. There was some there was some something floating out there that Logan Thompson was going to was going to be was like some kind of trade bait which is which is That's Odd. like that's like that, well that's like Marc Andre Fleury silliness. You know what I mean? Like Logan Thompson is young. And he is talented, and he got hurt, so you don't you don't move him. And he also makes less than one million dollars, which is you know very unlike Mark Andre Fleury. But mm-hmm. my point is is that he can be a really good goaltender. So what you do is you leave him there, uh, whether he's going to start or back up. Aiden Hill had a fantastic run. Aiden Hill was going to command a a, a a boatload of money. Uh, some might call that Robin Leonard money. Uh, and uh, you know uh, funds that were allocated for him, and now we're with Aiden Hill, and that would be fine with me. So you put Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson in the room, you bring along Yuri Patera, and that's what you have. So Laurent Brissois and Jonathan Quick were basically um, you know m- m- you know shown the door, lack of better terms, but you know they ended up in in, in good situations. Uh, Brissois is going to be the man in Winnipeg, and and you know Johnny uh, Quick is going to be uh, the backup to Igor Shosturkin. So it worked out for all, I think um, to, su- to be able to sign guys like Aiden Hill and, and, and uh, Ivan Barbashev is what needed to happen. If there was one guy that I think the golden Knights really needed would be uh, Barbashev, So I am happy about that. I'm not happy that Riley Smith got traded, but um, as uh, we know, being, fans of this franchise. Nobody is safe. Jonathan Marcheseau won the con Smythe and Jonathan Marcheseau tomorrow can be traded. Uh, so that is a possibility. I'm pretty happy overall. I think the golden Knights, if they stay healthy enough in certain situations will be primed and ready to repeat come this spring of 2024.
1: A bold statement there, there, Cotton, but agreed about the uh, Ian Barberchef. I mean, he was the sneaky, really good signing that was mm-hmm. pivotal, I think, for for their run. A great middle six forward, a guy who can just come in. Need him to screen? Done. Take face offs? Done. That's right. He's he's what I call a Swiss Army knife out there on the ice. Need him to go hit someone? Done. Need a hard shot from the wing? Done. And those type of guys are worth their weight in gold. No pun intended. I'm glad that, that Vegas was able to keep him around. Riley Smith off to off to uh, Pittsburgh. Um, as a filthy yinzer, I say thank you. We will take good care of him. I, I hope Kyle Dubas will. But other th- other than that, it seemed kind of painless for Vegas because we've seen other teams win a Stanley Cup and then get absolutely gutted the, mm-hmm. the following offseason.
0: True. Yeah. Vegas was able to keep uh, pretty much the entire team uh, that mattered together. Um, Obviously, you've got, you know, pieces like, you know, Teddy Bluger and you've got, you know, other guys that weren't able to stick around, uh, which, you know, it's 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 kind of a, you know, a a business in that sense where where it's kind of like, okay we're fine with that. And wherever they trim the fat, I feel this offseason, the Golden Knights did it well. Um, and I think there will be some questions, of course, that will come up, uh, with this roster over the next, uh, you know, year or two. And, uh, I think the golden Knights have had the answers up to this point. So we'll definitely be interested in what they do in the upcoming seasons. For sure.
1: I like the way you say that it's a business. Cause I'm always reminded of that line from Tony Soprano running a business here. And that's exactly what you got to do in the world world of hockey well we're gonna take take a short break short break everyone and we'll be back with vegas fever podcast here on game over right after this college football is here and back, and who's ready for week one, baby? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up, but they can't miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets. We all know anything can happen in college football. Your team can go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a few years. Your team can also change conferences the same way all of us change, change t-shirts. Change comes fast, and the only thing that that's a, lo- a lock is great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Life's more fun when you're in on the action, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or vis- visit www. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of the Boothill and Casino 21 plus varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Also bears fans, we are coming down the home stretch of summer. It is labor day weekend or the start of the school year for many. And even if you're not, or going on vacation, or just finishing up some end of summer fall maintenance you gotta, gotta do. You gotta listen to your favorite songs and playlists. Or maybe going on YouTube and reliving the Hershey Bears' magical run to the Cal- Calder Cup. And whatever your is, I just need to retreat inside my own head sometimes. Sometimes I need to pop on some music that I like. Maybe some gaming stuff, maybe some anime music, don't judge me. Or whatever, I just whatever something I just randomly found on YouTube and Raycon wireless earbuds can help you out with just that. There's a lot of stuff going on even at the end of summer and fall being right around the corner. Your life is going to get busy with driving the kids back around now that back to school is going with football soccer practices and everything else. You're going to need a set of earbuds that'll keep you going pumping you up all throughout life's challenges. I personally do like Raycons because, again, they fit in your ear so well. I wear snore blockers in my ears at night, and so I'm used to having a comfortable gel in my ear that helps block out noise. Raycon does just that. Whether it fits into your ears just fine and easy to take in and out for whenever I'm listening, listening around the house, or just doing a few laps around the neighborhood. I can tell you right now, folks, Raycons is the best way to go with 32-hour battery life, eight hours of playtime, and an easy rechargeable chargeable case so you can get back in the game and listening to whatever music or podcasts that help you get th- through the day. They all start at half prices of premium audio brands so they sound just as good. And best of all, Raycon comes with a 30-day Happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. Grit and Barrett podcast listeners can get fifteen percent off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com/thpn. That's buyraycon.com/thpn to save fifteen percent on Raycons. Buyraycon.com/thpn. And now on with the show. And we're back here on Game Over, discussing the Vegas Golden Knights, your Stanley Cup champions, here on the final edition of Game Over. It's time for one big question, where we ask a big question to our to our uh, team that's on. They don't know it's coming. I don't know what I'm going to ask. It's fun times all around. So let's get into it. Get into it there, Jason. Your question is... For $500, kidding. Mm. Um, <laughs> so does this, when finally get rid of the people who have said, oh, this team just benefited off of the expansion draft, does this finally get rid of that, that stigma that's kind of held over this team the past couple of years?
0: The answer is absolutely not.
1: Uh, actually, it gets worse.
0: Um, okay <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make it any better any better it makes it uh far far worse for Vegas fans Knights Nation you know eh, everybody around the team etc so now it's going to be it's going to kind of almost transfer from well they got awarded all these players which if you think about it I mean I've said this so many times, the GMs at the expansion draft, and around that time were dumb. They yes. took bait that mm-hmm. Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee gave them because they didn't want to lose players like Matt Dumba, mm-hmm. okay yeah and other. so the Golden Knights did what any good again business brand business team would do, and they stockpiled the rules were different because just like in in the world, things become more expensive the entrance fees into the NHL became more expensive the amount of money that bill foley paid should have got him a stanley cup okay mm-hmm. with 500 yes. million dollars yeah. or whatever it was i mean a lot. come on now right and he took second and third tier players basically still so even if you can get past the fact that the golden knights were benefit uh, benefactors of of being handed a team, he he. I mean, who are you? What are you talking about? I mean, Eric Halla, Oscar Lindbergh, mm-hmm. Luca Spiza. These these are who you took. Okay, yes, they got James Neal, who was probably still on the back end. They got yeah. David Perron. They got Mark Andre Fleury. I get that. But they also didn't get a. Uh, they didn't get first line wingers. They didn't get a second line center. They got a whole bunch of dudes, and Gerard Gallant put them together. So get over it. That's my message to people who don't like it. Get over it. <laughs> now it's going to transition. We're going to leave the fact that the Golden Knights, benefit you know were were benefactors of the expansion draft. And we're going to go into, they didn't pay their dues as an NHL team. And they've only been around since the year of our Lord, like you said, 2017. And Mark Stone, who missed half the season, came back and used a silly rule to be able to play in the playoffs. This only enhances the hate. And all you can really say is, deal with it. If you don't like it in Buffalo, deal with it. If you don't like it in in Sunrise, Florida, deal with it. If you don't like it in Phoenix, deal with it, et cetera, and et cetera, and et cetera. Be better. Look, are the Golden Knights not going to be good in a few years because of some of the moves that they've made, potentially? Yes, because they did what it took to win a Stanley Cup. So we are going to transfer from expansion draft hate into they didn't pay their dues hate, and that's where we're going.
1: I'm sorry. Did I just roll my eyes out loud? I'm not sure if all of you who are listening to this could hear that. Um, look, the, the Mark Stone coming back thing, by the letter of the law, they did nothing wrong. It was like betting $1 on the price is right. There's no rule. Again. Well, it's like betting $1 on the price is right. And, you know, and for someone who, who does like the Vegas Golden Knights, nothing, they did nothing wrong. Tampa did nothing wrong two years ago, and that was even more of an extent. The Blackhawks right. pulled this mm-hmm. during their era. In other words, what I'm trying to to say, NHL, everybody does this. You just don't want just don't want to admit it. And you're, and you're right. The, the Vegas took, took advantage of a system that within they were supposed to and of a bunch of GMs who were just looking to contract dump. The, all the names that you mentioned of guys they just wanted to get rid of. It's not Vegas's fault everything came together and literally catching guys with career years all at once. Right. You know, oh, well. Right. Oh, well. And, true. yeah, Vegas has had their chance is to get back, especially in the mm-hmm. bubble hockey and the shortened, shortened season. I think they have paid their dues in their way of having horrible losses as i mentioned in 2022 dallas in the western conference finals yeah. the ridiculous collapse against lay and habitant in 2021 yeah so stuff like that are things that what every nhl team goes through so people saying that they haven't paid paid their dues go suck a lemon hmm. go suck a lemon it's, i like that i think they have i think they have just not the way that people want yeah, people wanted them true. to suck for three to five years or do what Seattle's doing. Seattle's yeah. doing what Vegas did in a lesser way. They're successful. Ain't nobody hating them, but I've rambled on long enough my uh, myself. yeah, on this. I, I mean,
0: I don't even know if it's about paying dues in sports. I feel like if you build something properly and you build it right and you build it strong, Uh, it will basically it will finish itself. Uh, It will take itself where it needs to go. And the foundation was always there. Um, You had in 2017, 2018, you had players who were um, basically sent away and they had chips on their shoulders and they were cast off, you know, cast offs and they wanted to prove people wrong and they came together and it just made for the right, right place, right time. You know what I mean? And, uh, the years where Vegas did not win the Stanley Cup or even make it to the Stanley Cup, okay, would be that would be our friend, our old friend Pete DeBoer's fault because the man could not make adjustments uh, in the mm-hmm. Dallas series in the bubble, and then the year after, we may remember Mark Andre Fleury kicking in the puck in Montreal. However, what we don't remember is the fact that the Golden Knights' power play at, for as what has been. Since just about day one, um, there have been certain sections of seasons where it's been better. But for the better part of six years, the power play has not been wonderful. And under Pete DeBoer, it was really bad at times. Oh, yeah. And if you're not going to change things, you're not going to win anything. And so, um, you know, they should have beat Montreal uh, in 2021 for sure. They didn't make the playoffs in 2022. And that was because of a lot of injuries and also Pete DeBoer. There's a common theory here. Uh, I I was very Mm -hmm. in favor of the man coming when he was hired. I was extremely happy that they were, if they were going to move away from Gerard Gallant, they went into Pete DeBoer. I was very, very happy that they were able to do that, but that did not end well. So, I mean, the golden Knights are in a good spot. um, And, uh, you know, Bruce Cassidy is, is, has
1: done wonders for them in just one year. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, I I was out there in Sin City in November. And um, I can tell you this. The Golden Knights run that city. It, the Raiders mm. do not. Whatever the baseball team is going to call it, whether they're going to be the Vegas A's <laughs> or whatever, do will not run that city. The Golden Knights run that city. And um, there is a... Among the locals, there is a hunger for this team. And I think even when the bad times come, and there will be, the hockey gods will make sure of it, I think there will still be a very good, strong fan base there. And like you said, when you build something properly, it will grow and it will flourish. And that's exactly what's happened there in between the MGM Grand and New York, New York. So, let's a couple more questions before we get you out of here, brother. So, let's turn our attention attention to October. So why should Golden Knights fans be optimistic heading into October?
0: Well, first and foremost, the Golden Knights are going to unveil a Stanley cup banner and they're going to get Stanley cup rings. Um, And that's first and foremost, uh, to be absolutely honest with you. I don't even, I don't really care if they even win that game. Um, I don't care if they (laughs) win any of the games, like the first couple of weeks, it really doesn't even matter to me Uh, because that's really going to be what matters. Um, The Golden Knights historically have gotten off to, you know, better starts than not. Um, and I think that this team will be will be hungry. It's it's Bruce Cassidy's job to keep them that way. Um, what I'm looking forward to the most is to see how Aiden Hill responds to his Stanley Cup run. Will he have the same run? Will Jonathan Marsh so have more of that Smythe magic to start off the season? We know it's a grind, it's 82 games. There's going to be you know, bumps in the road. I think that Vegas will be um, near the top of the Pacific and the Western Conference. Uh, you're going to have to deal with, you know, teams like Colorado. and You're going to have to deal with teams, you know, like Nashville. And you're going to have to deal, deal with teams like Edmonton and, you know, Dallas. And same cast of characters and other ones coming back that had bad years last year. Um, the Golden Knights have a big target on their back to um to be knocked over after winning the stanley cup and i feel like they'll be up to the challenge um hopefully henderson and the ahl you know they've they've got those guys ready because there will be there will be opportunity uh, for the golden knights to bring those guys along so i'm kind of I'm, I'm optimistic way more optimistic than i was last year at this time i didn't even think they would make the playoffs and that of course was based off of a new coach a new system Uh, just where are these guys going to be at with not making the playoffs for the first time in franchise history in 2022? What do we do? So everybody was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, There were some people that were right. Uh, My wife is one of them. She's not feeling her best. She couldn't be here, but she would be boasting because she loves this team and she is always saying that they're going to go to the Stanley cup. (laughs) But that's because you know, A, she loves him. B, she's right. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, she was, you know, last year and, and in year one, which she predicted as well. And nobody will ever believe that, but <laughs> I was there and I laughed at her and I ate crow. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with the Golden Knights in 2020, uh, 2023,
1: 24. Speaking from another husband myself, mm, that's damn good crow. A little heavy yeah. on the humiliation, but that's some damn good crow. It was delicious. Uh, I... I've had to eat plenty of it myself concerning Hershey as well. And uh, yes, Mm -hmm. opening night for them is October 10th against Seattle seven 30 there at the fortress. Don't be late. And that will be, yeah, it'll for you guys, as I've said with the bears, it is the summer of no worries, your champs. Mm -hmm. What do you have to worry about? So, um, you know, outside of a few, few signings here and there but but minor things but but you're right you're right just enjoy the banner raising enjoy the party because it's gonna be one hell of a party out there in vegas but let's turn the tides on that why even though you're stanley cup champions why should golden knights fans be depressed heading into october well
0: they shouldn't be but if if they're if they're going to be if there's anything to be worried about, um, if a couple of guys on the top six get hurt, mm-hmm. uh, you know, guys like Carlson, guys like Marceau, Eichel, uh, they, Still. you know, I, Eichel has been prone. Um, you know, Carlson's pretty durable, but y- you know, if you get a couple of guys in the top six out and the golden Knights have to go to, to the AHL to get a couple of guys that could be that could be troubling. Uh, if Aiden Hill is not having it working like he had, like he had it going in the crease in the Stanley Cup in the playoffs. That could be troublesome. You do have Logan Thompson there. The Golden Knights historically have liked to use like uh, their entire hand of goaltenders. They've liked to use four or five. And that's very not that's not comforting. So, uh, uh you know, Shay Theodore, or Alex Petrangelo you know, on the blue line, if they're hurt, um, I guess injuries would be the would be the short answer again to a longer answer. Uh, if the Golden Knights are not healthy, that would be something to worry about. Bruce Cassidy is very level-headed. He's very cool, calm, collected. Uh, he doesn't like to. Sh- he's not. He doesn't have that. He's not very. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of emotion, one way or the other, usually, and so that's good. And the team will probably, you know, kind of follow suit. They were very, very cool and calm in the playoffs when needed to be. So the only thing that could stop this team is themselves and and a few injuries.
1: Agreed. And it's, it, it's always injuries when, when it comes to in in hockey and um, I've seen that with my favorite teams and I've seen that with others as well. And I think you're right with Vegas they are just one injury away from really kind of falling away in the pack especially um mark stone's surgically yeah. repaired i think either hip or back and should also yep. be his shoulders with the amount of carrying he did last spring yeah and wrist so,
0: apparently now
1: that too yeah so to the vegas golden knights you are still you are stanley cup champions you are kings of the mountain but even to you we say Last time we're going to be hearing, hearing that this summer. So Jason, thank you so much for coming on brother. But before we go, I'm going to give you a chance to uh, promote your show and whatever project you're working on or anything else you do. So brother, the board is thine.
0: Thank you, Richard. We appreciate you having us on. Um, this, it's always fun to talk about the golden Knights. It's always fun to talk about, um, Things we we love to talk about, and what we haven't really done lately is talk. Uh, we went from you know we we left our old network, came over to the hockey podcast network, and we're very very excited to get going. And we've been enjoying what we like to call an extended summer, but we will be getting going shortly. And you could find me on Twitter at Vegas Fever Pod, um, and. My wife is Paula. She is at The Golden Wife on Twitter. Please follow us. Uh, our show, The Vegas Fever Podcast, is on YouTube. Uh, it's on Spotify, Apple, everywhere you get your podcasts. And um, that's pretty much it. Like, subscribe, uh, and uh, give us some comments. Tell us you know, what you don't like. You know what I mean? Tell us what you like, but tell us what you don't like. Emotional outbursts are accepted as well.
1: I like that. As I like to say on Twitter, thoughts, comments, and insults are all welcome as well. So thank you, Vegas Fever Podcast, for joining us on Game Over. And thank all of you, Hockey Nation, for getting us through another um, spring and summer of Game Over. Only got six teams in this year, but that's just the way life and things take you. And not much left to say, everyone, but get out there and enjoy your summer. It'll be back to hockey before you you know it. But as for now, to all of you, we say game over. Catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P One on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears!